This is James Granstrom, and you're listening to the Super Soul Model Series. This podcast is designed to uplift and inspire you to making positive changes in your life. I have conversations about health, happiness, spirituality, and why adopting a positive and successful mindset will change your life for the better. Hello and welcome to the James Grandstrom podcast, Super Soul Model Series, where I help people tune and tap in to their natural state of well-being. Welcome to this milestone episode. This is episode 100. And today I'm going to be sharing with you how you can learn to trust the process of life. Welcome to the podcast. And if you're new, please remember to like, subscribe and share if you enjoy the content and it resonates with you. And if you're returning to the podcast, I just want to say a big thanks in advance if you can leave a review for me, because all your reviews that you leave make such an impact in allowing this channel to grow and get out to the masses and get out to the people where they can really begin to learn and apply these well-being tips. Anyway, back to the podcast, how to trust the process of life. If you've come to this podcast It means that you are looking for peace. If you come to this podcast, you're looking for health, happiness, well-being tips. You're looking for ways in which you can practically achieve this. And this also means that you want positive results. And you've come to the right place for that. But remember this, life is no straight road. And life not being a straight road means that there has to be some sort of design master plan of your life in place. There must be something that is guiding you along the way. And that's what I want to help you remember and awaken within you, awaken the memory that there is something greater guiding you in this life. When you look at anything in nature, you always realize that there is this blueprint in nature that the acorn leads to an oak tree. And that's the same with you. The embryo that you are has a design, has a plan. We are, in essence, nature, but made in human form. We're no different. And the same rules in nature apply to us. And so there is a design for your life. There is a divine plan for your life. And you have been put here for a reason, and your job is to figure that out. And when you start to learn the lessons of life, which I'm going to talk about today, and when you begin to realize you've been put here for a reason, this is all going to make a lot more sense when you figure out what that reason is. It's often hard to believe that bad things can lead to good experiences. It's often hard to believe that good can come from bad experiences. Yet this is what the word transmutation is. This is what the word alchemical and an alchemist stem from, turning those base metals into gold, transmuting one lower energy state to a higher energy state. And when I first started on my journey to my own awakening, all I seemed to have was these really difficult experiences. It was like one after another. And I remember my adolescent years was just very reckless and very careless, which led me to an experience where I had a car crash and a near-death experience and I nearly killed myself and a friend. And um, that was a real wake-up call for me to change my ways. And yet, even though I changed a few of my ways, a few years later, I made a few adjustments. I was becoming very sensitive to the pain I was feeling inside my body. So I was drowning myself in drinking and partying as a way to cope with the pain and the thoughts that I was dealing with. And I see a lot of people trying to 
drown their sorrows away or drown their pains away by numbing themselves. But only when you become sober again, what really happens is, is you, those pains become more prominent. They don't go away until you deal with the issue. And so it's strange to think that pain, suffering and trauma can lead to something good. Yet the Persian Sufi poet Rumi said, the wound is the place where the light enters. But I have to say that in all that pain and suffering that I was experiencing, that actually did lead to something good because that pain and suffering and that uncomfortability led me to take new actions, think new thoughts and try and find new ways in which I can live my life. Because at that time, I was really far from a state of equilibrium, far from a state of harmony and far from a state of well-being and happiness. So your hardships and suffering and trauma are really the lessons you need to go through so that you can evolve and grow spiritually. And when you evolve and you grow and you learn the lessons through the pain, what that actually does, it makes you more stronger. It makes you more peaceful. It certainly makes you a lot more calmer and it can lead to greater health and happiness and well-being. But in that journey, what happens is you become more courageous because you're willing to go through that uncomfortability. You're willing to find and tap into this inner strength. And so you begin to notice that there is a process behind the challenges, behind the contrast. And you would never begin to change and you'd never begin to awaken if you weren't uncomfortable. Because if you're comfortable, you're just going to settle. And it's only when you become uncomfortable and life pushes you and challenges you and brings about a lot of contrast that you're going to find what you're really made of. Otherwise, you wouldn't do anything. You wouldn't change. I know I wouldn't. For years, there were certain things I just wouldn't do to change. And and until I had a few things happen to me, such as a relationship breakup, such as my dad dying, and such as you know challenges in my work and my financial position, was I not willing to change what I was doing and what I was bringing to myself. So all those experiences we're doing were helping me become more and more uncomfortable so that I could move in the direction of where I can help more and more people because ultimately I wasn't helping anybody and I wasn't helping myself because I was getting too comfortable. So when you learn life's lessons, what happens is, is the bumps in the road become a little bit smoother, but you have to learn the lessons and everybody at some level is having to learn life's lessons. And we're all learning these lessons at different times in our lives and in different ways in our life. But ultimately, we're all having to learn life's lessons because life itself is like a classroom. And as soon as you can learn those lessons, you don't have to repeat that class. And I love the way Louise Hay says that and you can heal your life because that is so true. And so the purpose of my podcast and the purpose of today and every podcast I share is to keep giving you a software update so you can keep running these new programs where you're keeping up to speed with the current of change because you don't want to be left behind in an old paradigm, kind of like running on an old software program that's really slow and outdated. Because if you're running that old program in today's world, it's just not going to cut it for you. So you've got to evolve. You've got to change. You've got to pivot and you've got to awaken. And so trusting the process of life or anything for that matter that you're working on requires faith. And faith is something in the unseen. And maybe it's an idea. Maybe it's the universe. Maybe it's God, whatever you want to call it. 
It just requires having faith to begin with that something somewhere is looking out for you and guiding you. I'm always fascinated about when I used to go out drinking that I always somehow managed to find my way home. How has that happened? That happens because inside of you, there's this internal GPS that always helps you find your way back. You'll also see this simultaneously with animals. They always manage to find their way back to their homes. And as we're part of nature, this inner GPS, this inner guidance that's always helping us return back to our center will help you if you trust in it. And so the first quality in trusting the process of your life is faith. And the second one is discipline. Discipline will help you develop the quality so you can trust the process of life. If you look at any martial artist or athlete, they have to go through the practices. They have to go through the drills in order for them to be at the top of their game. And so discipline, which was a word I used to run away from when I was a kid, I was like, no way. That discipline actually leads to freedom. And when you're feeling a state of freedom, it's because you're trusting that things are working out, even if you don't know how they're working out. Your job isn't to know the how, your job is to know what it is that you want. And your job is to trust that it's unfolding perfectly. Third quality for trusting the process of life is developing the attitude of being consistent. That quality of being consistent is so empowering because it's like compounding over and over again, very much like what I've done with this podcast. I'm on the hundredth episode now, but I've compounded by turning up being consistent every single week. And so my podcast has been growing exponentially as a result of just compounding and showing up every single week. And when you show up consistently for yourself and for the people you care about, what's going to happen is, is that trust is going to grow. And so you're going to trust that things are going to work out because you're building your life, you're building your relationships, you may be building your business by consistently showing up over and over again. I'm always fascinated to see people like, you know, David Beckham, he used to spend like another hour practicing those free kicks. And so many other people like Ronaldo practicing extra free kicks. All those free kicks lead to turning up and shooting the right thing at the right time. Michael Jordan used to do this for Chicago Bulls, if you've ever seen the last dance on Netflix. He used to practice, practice, practice. Consistently showing up over and over again will reap results because maybe you'll miss quite a few shots, but the consistency of showing up and improving over and over again will eventually lead to freedom and will eventually lead to happiness, will eventually lead to greater well-being because you'll trust the process of life because you're consistently showing up. And so something at some point's got to give it's just the natural state of law. The next quality that will help you trust the process of life is having a sense of love and a sense of gratitude. Because if you're not loving and you're not appreciating, you're not feeling grateful for what you have, no matter how small, you, you know, life's not going to work out for you. It's almost as if you're the energy that's required for you to succeed and for you to prevail. It requires a sense of gratitude. It requires a sense of appreciation. You've got to be eager about what you're doing. And so if you're eager and you're excited and you're grateful and you're appreciating what you've got, which is appreciation and love are the same vibration, if you can appreciate what you've got, you're just going to get more by the universal laws. And so this helps you trust the process of life because when you're grateful, you're going to find more things to be grateful about. When you're appreciating other people, you're going to find that you're also appreciated back in some way, shape or form, maybe from a different source. And when you're loving and you're eager about what you're doing, and you're excited about what you're doing, 
what's going to happen is, is that's going to fuel you with more energy. So you're going to realize you're going to walk into your life and you're going to walk in there with a different energy rather than same, same. You're going to walk in with this enthusiasm. And this enthusiasm for life is what creates the magic. The next quality to help you trust the process of life is having courage. You've got to have courage when there's nothing showing up. There was a point in my life when there was no work coming in, no money coming in, and yet I still had the courage to go and find a way to get click myself into place. And sometimes you've got to really talk to yourself in positive terms and be courageous because no one else is going to have your back the way you've got to have your own back because everyone else is invested in themselves. Everyone else is constantly thinking about what the world's thinking of them. And so if you can be courageous in the face of adversity, you're gonna find out who you really are. You're gonna find out what you're made of and you're gonna find your inner strength and you're gonna tap into it. So being courageous is wholly important and a, and a serious quality for helping you tap into trusting the process of life. And the last quality, but not least, is having a sense of kindness, kindness to yourself not belittling yourself, not, not berating yourself when things aren't going your way, not getting fed up, not complaining, being kind to yourself and others. If you can eradicate complaint from your life, even though life's pretty tough, if you can find that place of kindness, the universe will really look after you because kindness will only beget more kindness. And so you've got to be kind to yourself and you've got to learn to be kind to other people because whether you're an athlete or an entrepreneur, a parent or a student, you know, an artist or an actor, CEO, these same rules apply. And if you have these qualities and you develop these qualities, what's going to happen is that this is going to create the formula for having an enriching life experience. Your life's hardships are actually setups for you, perfectly designed by infinite intelligence for your specific growth, for your specific spiritual growth. So you learn the lessons that you need to learn specifically for your lifetime right now so that you can overcome them and develop a greater sense of inner strength, peace, happiness, health, well-being, and inner harmony. So as you develop the awareness and these qualities I've mentioned, you will begin to trust the process of life. I was reckless. I was careless. I was everything I am not now. I was ill-disciplined. You know, my life was a sham. You know, my adolescent years till my 20s was just completely reckless. I had a good time. But the pain that it caused me caused enormous anxiousness in my energy. And so I was mentally checking out of life. I was thinking, well, how can I get out of this? Because this is really uncomfortable. And it was only when I had the courage to face my problems at the end with that first car crash that made me think my life is a car crash. And so wherever I'm going, this is going down the wrong path. So I had to find a new way of turning up into the world. So I think the first quality that I developed on the list I talked about was kindness, kindness to other people and kindness to myself. Now, I may have been kind to other people at some points, but you know, this is one I really needed to work on. And as I developed that quality, I then began to learn the other qualities. And they took some time. But I didn't know this structure. I didn't know this formula. So that's why I'm sharing it with you right now. So that maybe your life in a couple of areas are going really well, but some areas aren't. And so when you go out to develop these qualities, you're going to develop, like I said, you're going to develop greater personal peace, you're going to develop inner power, you're going to develop a greater sense of well-being, freedom, growth, and eventually joy as well. Because when you change your inner world by taking on these qualities, 
your outer world, meaning your outer experience, will also begin to change simultaneously. It will affect the whole. It will create a ripple effect. So your relationships will improve. Your family life will improve. Your business life will improve. Everything will improve because you've improved in your life. If you're enjoying this episode, please remember to like, subscribe and share. So the next part of this episode is I want to share with you some ways in which you can begin to trust the process of life. And this is where I kind of first started out. And some of these things you may know and some of these things you you may not. But I'm here to remind you of trusting life will bring you more happiness and freedom. Trusting there is a design for your life will make life more exciting for you. Trusting life will mean that life isn't just a ball. There's like magic in there. And most people think that life isn't magical. And if you can't think that life's magical, it won't be for you. But if you knew all the answers to everything, what would be the point? So you really want to live life knowing that it's actually set up to help you even despite the tragedies, trauma, suffering and contrast you may experience. Because it's in those pains that you will learn. And in those pains, and if you dare to face them with your own courage, you can pivot. And that's what I did. And it's not to say that there won't be other challenges coming about. That would be unwise to say that. But it is prudent to say that when you learn the lessons of life, life becomes a lot easier. So my first way in which you can begin to trust the process of life is to exercise this thought. When things aren't going your way, can you begin to trust that something better will take its place? A wonderful example I can say of this is that when buying a house, my sister bought a house and she wanted to buy a particular house and it it kind of, she got gazumped actually. She got gazumped. Someone else put a higher offer when she thought she was going to get this house and she was really upset about it. And I remember her being quite emotionally attached to this particular property that she wanted to buy. And I said to her, if this doesn't work out, something better will take its place. And about three weeks later, she was called up by the estate agent saying, oh, just to let you know, we've got another property that's come up only a few doors down from where you were looking. And um, would you like to view it? So she went to view it and they placed an offer and they moved in. And she goes, I am so happy we bought this house because this house has an even bigger garden than the previous one. And we can do all sorts to this property to renovate it as well. So I'm so happy that we got this house. And that was exactly this principle, trusting that something better will take its place. And sometimes you may need to be the voice that can help other people in reminding them this very principle. Number two, the second way in which you can begin to trust the process of life is just because what you've intended hasn't come about doesn't mean it's not coming about. Sometimes there is a large buffer of time between what you want and it showing up. And people are thinking like, I put this on my vision board or I write this in my special book at night of my bucket list and it's not shown up yet. That's because there may be still a lot of energy Uh, attached between you and your desire, you and your goal. Or maybe it's just not the right time yet. Doesn't mean it won't come about. It just means that it may be not the right time. So having this principle, just trusting that there is divine timing in everything, 
will give you greater peace and that peace helps you trust the process of life. Trusting the process of life is having this confidence that life is actually working for you rather than against you. Einstein wrote this quote, you know, you're either thinking that life's a friendly universe or an unfriendly universe, but you've got to exercise looking for the good. So my third way for trusting the process of life is that this principle is universal, that everybody is learning life's lessons. And sometimes you may need to repeat a life lesson over and over again until you've really got it. Um, a lesson I remember learning, which was that I always like to say, never say never, because I really don't know if I'm going to do that again. Currently, I'm plant based. Currently, I don't drink. Um, and people have asked, are you ever going to drink again? And I'm like, I don't know. And people are saying, are you ever going to eat meat again? And I'm like, and this has been like nearly 20 years. And I'm like, I don't know, because I don't know if I'm going to be stuck on a desert island one day and I might need to fish. I don't know. I, so I, I choose never to say never, because if you say never, you're putting resistance on your trail. So life's lessons can be a, a myriad of different things. Everybody is learning life's lessons at their own pace. And some people have to repeat lessons over and over again. I had to repeat lessons over and over again, such as integrity and authenticity, learning to keep my time about certain things. The amount of people I let down when I said I wouldn't be there at that time, you know, just led me to experience more inner chaos. So I had to learn to have integrity and I had to learn to say and do and say what I said I was going to do. And that created more peace in my life. And so that was a lesson I had to learn. Another lesson I had to learn for me was learning how to take better care of money. And as soon as I learned how to manage and take better care of money, I started experiencing having more money in my life. And so where are you needing to learn the lessons? Are you aware that you're currently learning certain lessons? And I'd be really interested to know what maybe lessons you are currently learning right now. Because we're all at different places. We're all on our own spiritual journey. You came here alone. You will eventually leave this planet alone. And it's what you do in between that matters. And if you can find a way to increase more happiness, peace, joy, love, laughter and well-being in your life and in the life of others, then you'll really be fulfilling your mission for being here. And sometimes you have to remember that you may have to pass up good things and opportunities that may seem good so that even better things may take their place. So don't always jump at the first thing that comes to you. You know, there's always another bus, there's always another boat, there's always another train coming. There's always another opportunity coming, but you just don't know when. But remember, there'll always be something in circulation when you begin to trust the process of life. Now, my fourth way in which you can trust the process of life is to feed your mind properly with affirmations and affirmations. Louise Hay says one of her affirmations is, I trust the process of life. And for me, I can say that and sometimes I really believe that. But if you don't believe that right now, then using affirmations invented by Nurse St. John, you could say something like, why do I trust the process of life? So you're using your mind back to front. You're using it as a presupposition. And so your brain has to go to work going, well, where am I trusting the process of life? Oh, I'm trusting the process of life that I got from, from here to there. And I ended up safely and I bought that and that worked out. 
and I moved in and that worked out. And even though I had that challenge, that worked out. And my other affirmation that I always love to use and I always love to share is saying to yourself, why is everything always working out for me? This really creates more trust in life. It makes you feel light and it makes you feel good. Why is everything always working out for me? If you start using these affirmations in time, your brain will be looking for the answers and the evidence of the questions that you're asking yourself because your brain is like a computer, it's like Google. Give it a really empowering question, it's going to find the answer. So those are my ways in which you can begin to trust the process of life. And then when you do, you'll feel lighter, happier and freer in the, in the process, excuse the pun. And so in closing, faith is a muscle you need to learn to exercise. Because if you don't have any faith, all you're looking at is presented with the information that you've got. You can't think beyond And if you can't think beyond and you can't live in this unknown space from time to time, what will happen is life will become extremely boring for you. Because if you knew what was coming every single moment of every day, if you knew the path to making your millions or making your fortune or meeting the one or moving into that beautiful house or building that business empire or whatever it may be for you, if you knew the way, you'd be bored What you came for is is you signed up for the adventure. This is part of your design plan. This is part of your divine purpose is you signed up for an adventure. You signed up for a journey and this journey is your life. And it's up to you how you wish to play it. But along the way, you will have to learn life's lessons. And when you do and you master them, there'll be less bumps in the road and life will be a lot smoother. And so you've just got to do the best you can with where you're at every single day. And try and practice meditating because when you meditate, it's just going to release the resistance. And the other things you've got to do is just really take good care of yourself. Take good care of yourself, mind, body and soul. Nourish yourself properly. Get enough rest. All these little self-care habits will make you feel so much lighter, happier and freer. And you'll begin to see the evidence of things working out for you if you're doing those little things. But like, like I was before I started to have my awakening, I wasn't doing any of those things. So hopefully you're a bit further down the line than I was. But these little qualities that I've mentioned in this episode will really help bring it home for you. And life has a plan for you, but it may be different than you think. And I guarantee you it will always be even better than you can imagine. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, my 100th episode. And if you have, please remember to like, subscribe and share. And... I'd really appreciate it if you can leave a review if you've enjoyed this particular episode or any others that you may have listened to. And just to let you know, on the 30th of November, I'm co-hosting a Breaking Through Your Limiting Beliefs Masterclass with my co-host, Amy Clay, who's also got 20 years experience in yoga and well-being. And we're going to blow your mind with two hours of mind-bending stuff that can really help you change the course of your life and set you up right for the year 2022. And I'll have that in the link below on this podcast so you can sign up and register. There's only a few more days left before you can actually register for that course. So if that interests you, make sure you sign up because it's going to be two hours of life-changing stuff for you. So until the next episode, I wish you a wonderful week ahead. And until the next time, I wish you green lights all the way.